This is a gardener. As a parent, I know it can be challenging to resist the law of technology and the never-ending stream of notifications that come with it. But it's important to remember that our children crave our attention and presence more than any device ever could. One way to combat the distraction of technology is to set aside dedicated time each day to be fully present with your children. This could mean turning off the phone during mealtimes, taking a walk together without any devices, or just getting outside gardening, away from social media. Another helpful strategy is to limit your own screen time and model healthy digital habits for your children. By setting boundaries around your technology use, you'll not only be present with your children, but you'll also be teaching them the importance of balance and self-care. Remember, the moments we share with our children are fleeting, and it's up to us to make the most of them. By prioritising presence over technology, we can strengthen our relationships with our children and create lasting memories that will stay with us for years to come. So if you're with family or friends right now, turn off this podcast, put down the phone, and go and create some real memories. For everyone else, welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club. to be back thank you for the four people that got in contact last week to say hey you hey oh back to the music uh, hey are you right lee that's fine i missed one week i'm sorry okay i have been on school tour this week i'll talk about that later on uh today if you may have seen from the title we're talking about offstead i'm going to tell you my thoughts all about that as well that would probably upset a few people or, or not showing my solidarity everyone to everything that's going on there um, but a plus, we've got Olive on, and I'll take you down the bottom of the garden, everyone, to see what's been going on down there too. But how have you been? Uh, I did miss last week's podcast. It's just been so busy. Next week, I've got Ideal Home Show, which I'm very excited about. Back on stage for... Have I been on stage this year? I can't remember. Um, what were we in? March. I don't think so. Ideal Home Show is usually... The start of my stage shows, which I'm very excited about. We're going to be talking about children's gardening there. Perhaps you've listened to my talk already and have found this podcast. Hello to you, everyone. Hello to you. Um, so yeah, I do a home show talking about children's gardening. And also my very first extreme gardening talk. A little bit... Um, I don't want to say dumb, not dumbed down, but just a little less exciting for the ideal home show audience. Uh, there is going to be some pretty epic shows coming up this year, all about extreme gardening. We've been getting bits through the post in which my wife has been saying, "What? What is this for?" And Olive, my daughter, has been saying, "Dad, that is awesome." So I'm very excited about that. Hey, actually. 
as always, let's get started by having Olive on the show. It's good to have her back. you wear odd socks? Oh, Olive! No, no, listen, no, it's very edgy. Hello, everyone. Just now, on the Skinny Jim Gardner website. How to get kids? Gardening. And, like, like, Olive. So, it's everyone's favourite time of the show. It's... Olive! And today, for the very first time you find us actually down in the shed because Olive, tell everyone why we're here what we're we looking for um something for my school uh dad would you like to say please sir please um um well you'll be listening anytime right so um well we're doing this thing for easter you have to bring in you can only wear non-uniform um, if you bring in it's either, what is it, Dad? It's a few Easter-y spade buckets and stuff like that. Like, um, basically spade buckets, bubbles and stuff like that. Um, and And you can also bring in, what is it, Dad, you say? So Olive's year group has to bring in... Uh, things that are good for outside, like outdoor activities, yeah. right? So, obviously, I think that might have been done because of me, do you reckon? Um, maybe. Oh, I just like to think so for my ego. Right, Olive, uh, let's have a look what we can get you. Look, I've got some... I can get you loads of stuff, so... Well, I've got you some... Yeah, but this is all plant grow. This is good stuff. Plant grow, you can have some of that. Some tomato feed, you can have some of that. What? This is. I'm too gonna. Much. What? Too much. I've only got two. I've got loads of stuff in here. Too much. Let's not have these bits. Those are good. I, I've got loads of that, so you can have it. Go for it. Um, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep hold of that lawn feed. What have I got in here? Potatoes, I think. Hang on. Really? Oh no, they're fat balls. You're not gonna want them, are you? Let me have a look in these boxes here. What have I got for you? Yeah, of course, they're great. No, they're not good. Here we go. A brick of soil. What? Why not? A brick of soil. Compost. That's compost. That's good compost. What? Yeah, so if you put that in water. I need to show mum this. It's alright. Don't know. Mum's going to love it. Right, so some pots. No. This is a great. We're making a big. Um, something for everybody to like a a raffle prize. Well, it's not a raffle prize. Yeah, it's one big raffle. Pri- no, it's for donation. Yeah, we're donating loads of stuff. Never, I've I've never as a dad been told he's donating too much. What else can I give you? Do you want some tools? Do we have to have these cups? This no. Got some gardening tools here. Look. Oh my god, too. Why not? She's gone. She's Olive. She's she's left me. She's she's actually left me. And now I can hear her on the trampoline. I think maybe I've given her, that was a weird Olive. She's saying no. She's not coming back. Hey, she's back, everyone. 
This is your part of the podcast. Do we have to have these cups? No, these cups are going away. They're great pots. He's going away. Wait. What, are you a fussy raffle person? Too much, we're selling too much. We're not selling it, it's for raffle. I know, but what's the raffle? Who's going to get the raffle? Well, someone is, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get it. We never know. I'm excited about some paper cups and... I've got more stuff. Are you having a go at the actual quality? Oh, my God. Look, an old Skinny Jean Garner T-shirt. In there, it's going in. Skinny Jean Garner, that's official merch. Oh, it's... Right, it's, it's too much stuff. We're not doing this. Okay. Definitely the not merch doing is this. going back. Not the cups, okay? Or the soil. Actually, one of these. We don't need that. These three are great. <coughs> not that. Okay. When are we ever going to need that? Right, we, 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 we'll, we're going to fight over the raffle stuff for now. Oliver, anything you want to say to everyone these on the podcast? Two. These two are good. Anything you want to say to everyone on the podcast? Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Right. Raffle stuff. Yeah. We. This is great stuff. Mm. This is great. Not that. Who wants? Grow yeah. your own. Just a real quick one, School Garden Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Garden Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. Our extensive range of high quality gardening equipment and supplies including seeds, compost, planters and more will ensure that your garden is set up for success and will provide your students with the tools they need to take ownership of their learning and build a connection with the natural world. At School Gun Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now... Back to the podcast. Honestly, some children just not grateful. Not grateful for their ego-driven dad to give him loads of gardening stuff so he looks great in front of the rest of the teachers. Doesn't there's something called parent points, right? Mum and dad points. And I wanna get every I like Pokemon, catch them all. Everybody catch them all. Um, right into the serious part of today's podcast because I wanted to talk to you about Ofsted. It's something, it's a story that I have been following throughout this week and it wasn't something I was going to talk about but I feel like being on a school tour, which I am this week, I feel like I wanted to comment on it because I am a father, a, a parent to begin with, with a daughter in primary school. 
I am a, as you know, a school gardener. I go around, I teach children about wildlife and with the school garden success plan, we get involved in schools a lot. And I'm also a governor. So I get to see the ins and outs of school life. And let me tell you, teachers really do, are, I mean, they're really up against it. But you're, if you're a teacher listening to this, you'll know that. Um, if you're a parent, perhaps you, you don't know that. Because I didn't really, until I got into this industry, I didn't really know what teachers had to go through. The brick walls that they come up to every single day. And this Ofsted story that has happened recently, basically, this uh, Ruth Perry, which was, uh, she was a head teacher, uh, unfortunately um, killed herself. Uh, and the family are blaming uh, Ofsted for the pressures of Ofsted uh, and everything that comes with it. Now, from that, uh, another head teacher, Flora Cooper, um, has decided to, to stop Ofsted from coming in to the school. I should also explain to anyone that doesn't know who Ofsted is, uh, they're the Office for Standards in Education. Uh, and basically, they're some inspectors that come around to the school and judge the school within two days. And so Flora stopped anyone coming into her school and started a bit of a picket line um, to protest against what Ofsted is all about, especially after Ruth Perry. And I have to say that I know from going into schools that there's a vibe, right? There's a vibe to the school depending on if they've had Ofsted or they've not had Ofsted. And I have always, since I started this, believed that it is a outdated and ridiculous way to judge schools on. When Olive first started at uh, her school, we didn't look at the Ofsted. Or did we? There's a few, actually, we may have. We may have looked at Ofsted. We, I think, I'm, this is bad, isn't it? I judged Olive's school, even without, well, I was very busy at the time, so my wife went in there, but I judged it just on Ofsted, without knowing the criteria, without knowing what schools have to go through to get that rating. I judged it on that. And now being in education now for a good few years with gardening and speaking to teachers all the time and the most recent events with Ruth Perry just proves to you the pressure, the um, the absolute pressure and anxiety that Ofsted brings, right? Um, can you actually, can you do me a favour, just stop this music for a second because... I don't feel like with something that affects, thank you, for affects schools so deeply, it's a bit chirpy music, right? I honestly believe that Ofsted doesn't, we all know, right? If you're a teacher, you'll know this, yeah? If you're a gov, you'll know that what Ofsted inspectors see on that day is not at all 
what goes on in that school. The only way to know if what is happening in that school is one, speak to the governors, right? Because they know what's going on behind the scenes. Speak to the teachers, sure, to speak to them, but speak to the parents. If you have children in that school that are unhappy, then you're going to find out about it, right? And then maybe you can go, I oh, will look a little bit deeper into this. And sure, you have to be a little bit careful because, hey, we're, we're parents. If our little little cherub is, um, is not happy, then we're not happy. But what I'm trying to say is that the whole way that Ofsted works, to have your whole career, to have your whole school, to every ounce of your time goes into the teachers that I speak to, are uh, they live educate, they live it. Look, I'm getting gardening into to schools and I'm very lucky in what I do. I also get to go, as I say, go on stage and all them sort of things and do fun festivals and stuff. These teachers that are in school right now, they live and breathe for our children to get educated in some way on the most, like the tiniest of resources. Ridiculously, I even went to a school today and I picked up a pencil and I said, oh, careful, we've not got too many pencils. What are we doing? What are we doing where I am going into a school and they're saying, oh, just be careful, we need to make sure we keep all the pencils because we're running out of pencils. And then we have people come in and judge these schools who are struggling on the smallest of resources. No wonder there's so much pressure. There's no, no wonder that these sort of things happen. No wonder we lose good teachers because of something that is outdated and and just just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I can't imagine for what I do every three or four years. Someone coming in to my studio right now and judging what I've done within a day, two days. And then saying, see you later, I'll let you know if you're good or not. There's got to be a better way. At the moment, Ofsted, as at this time of recording, have stayed quiet. We've heard nothing. Even after um, the head teacher that stopped Flora Cooper stopped Ofsted from coming into her school. And when I saw it come up on Twitter, when I saw that happen, I thought, well, she's brave. But the amount of teachers that are behind her, the amount of teachers are like, yes, we need to change something. I would love to come back to this episode of the podcast and say, wow. There's been a, since we spoke about this a couple of months ago, it has changed massively. There's actual stuff out. I don't want to come back to this subject, which is so high on the priority of news feeds and Twitter and social media, and come back in a month's time and go, "Well, that was fun. That was good to chat about, weren't it? That was a subject. That was a that was a good title for a podcast, which has happened before." There needs to be a change. There needs to be a change. I'm literally recording this podcast right now. I'm about to go into a governor meeting and I can guarantee we'll talk about it and there'll be thoughts and there'll be stress and there will be 
a whole conversation. I'm about to go into a meeting that is about financial uh, financial stuff around the school that I govern for. And I know that there is going to be questions about where we put finance because there's not enough of it. There's not enough money to teach the children in the school. And it's a juggling act. And then on top of that, Ofsted come along and tell you you're not doing a great job. It really needs to be a change. It really does. And I've only been in, in this education game, um, well, since we got School Garden Success. That's three years ago. I've done school stuff before, but really, really getting deep into it when we started School Garden Success. And the one of the biggest stresses is Ofsted. So, so there we go. I know this is a long piece, and uh, and I know that we don't usually do these long pieces on the podcast. But I really just want to get across to everyone that might maybe seeing this on social media that this isn't just teachers moaning. Teachers going on strike isn't just teachers are ah, wanting more money. If you're a parent, you and really look deep at what the teachers are doing. I've talked about it before in the podcast that. Just from seeing from behind the scenes, eighty percent of the time they're dealing with other stuff. Twenty percent of the times teach actually teaching our kids. I think like it's incredible how much others learn, but the pressure that teachers are put under, and all of the other stuff coming into it. Then it's not just rock up at nine and leave at three. There's so much more to it. Um. So yeah. Sorry that I've come back with a little rant, but this week I've been meeting teachers, been talking to them, and this is just not the way that we should grade schools, especially when, you know, if schools had loads of money to do what they wanted, then yeah, Maybe we should have a bit of a time go, hey, well look, you've got all this money, why are you not why why are you not doing what we asked you to do? There's not enough there's not enough money to educate our future generation. Rant over for now. But um but there you go. <laughs> wow. Let's find out what I've been up to at the bottom of the garden. Down at the bottom of the garden. The unbelievable bad luck of coming down to the bottom of the garden. One, it's very windy at the moment. It's been a beautiful day today. Um, and just as I've come down here, it's just started spitting with rain. So that's perfect, right? Um, I just wanted to come down here today because uh, I want to tell you what I've been up to. So the potatoes, no growth from those potatoes yet. Don't know what I was expecting. They're quite deep down in there. Uh, I've got two strawberry plants, which I might actually do. Hey, why don't I do them while I'm talking to you? Two strawberry plants, which... Have I got a trowel, though? Where are my trowels gone? Two strawberry plants that I put down here and still haven't planted up. So the ones that I have planted up are looking absolutely amazing these two sat in my office inside the studio and i had to put them outside because they were almost dying oh the rope 
getting excited about root systems again, everyone. So get them strawberry plants into these little boxes, which I am hoping to also put some runner beans in at some point. I'm a little bit worried that they're going to ruin the strawberry plants. Maybe there's not going to be enough space for them to grow. It's a little bit of a worry at the moment, but we'll come to that later on in spring, which we are in now. Spring, amazing, hey? Keep hold of them plastic pots for another time. Um, also, one of the things you might have seen on my Instagram, actually, but my wormery, I have been absolutely... I'm not forgetting the worms this year. I have been known before to have a wormery and accidentally, accidentally, there's been a lot going on, possibly fry my worms because I've totally forgot about them. But this year, or, or drown them, because there's so much water. Is there any... There's still some worm juice in there. So much worm juice coming out of the bottom of that wormery, which I've put into a watering can. I have used them on my strawberry plants, but I want to really use that worm juice for my new seedlings, which hopefully, probably not next week, the week after in April, uh, I'm going to sow my seeds, which, you know could feel quite late on but i don't know how you feel today has been very warm apart from this evening when i'm out here talking to you and it started to rain we're just slowly building to the right temperature to sow seeds i think uh i don't know what you think let me know in the comments for that one so the wormery is doing great these strawberry plants are loving it i know these new strawberry plants we're going to get plenty of strawberries you should always change up your strawberry plants every three years because they do run out of energy eventually and hey little weed popping through there i can do a little bit of live weeding there we go we're going to pop that i've got a little uh hot bin composter chuck that in there that'll do absolutely great i've also got actually something quite exciting a new raised bed so with school gun success uh we've listened to everyone the, all the teachers that are saying they want wooden, they want to be eco-friendly, they want all of that in the playground. So we've, I've actually got a new wooden raised bed to go into my small garden, which I'm quite excited about. So um, so that will be coming in here. Again, I'm not sure when. Maybe this weekend I'll try and build that, because that's quite a big job. But in my raised bed I've got at the moment, if I pop it up, the lid, I can see some of my broad beans are actually looking good, and some of the sweet peas... I'm looking okay actually so i must keep on top of that that's a real important task but it's good to be back down the bottom of the garden i feel like now it's getting warmer there's gonna be a lot more going on down here a lot more time spent down here which i'm very excited about so until next time at the bottom of the garden from me lee Connolly. goodbye there's creepy black happy and keep it a secret now, please. This gives me an idea. There's zippy happy and the sweetie. And now the party to peace. The party to peace. This week, I get 10,000 children gardening in just one week you can watch it all on extreme
Gardening! That's right, we are revisiting Extreme Gardening here on Extreme... Well, no, anyway, we are revisiting... Oh, I've messed up already, the advert. Oh, we are revisiting... <laughs> oh, God! Stop the move! No, stop. Oh, it's still going. We are... <laughs> we are... Getting 10,000 children... I've got it back. 10,000 children gardening in just one week. We're revisiting my time where I went on tour. As I'm on tour this week, I'd report, I'd revisit the time that we got 10,000 children gardening. That's the worst way to explain this episode, isn't it? But hey, before uh, I go on this little extreme garden ad, I wanted to tell you that next week, uh, the 27th and the 30th of March, I am at Ideal Home Show, where I will be speaking about the series Extreme Gardening. So if you want to find out more, head to www.skijingarner.co.uk <laughs> forward slash extreme. That's right. skijingarner.co.uk forward slash extreme. I can't believe we got through that advert. Don't add that to the end. That's just extreme. Well, this has been a pretty heavy uh, podcast back, hasn't it? How about that? We've had some fun. We've had some ranting. Uh, and now I just quickly want to say that I am on school tour this week. And I have had the best time. I've met so many people. We visited 15 schools this week. And what we're doing is we're doing a little bit of a, um, a bit of support for the teachers, for the pupils that are part of the school garden competition that we're doing at the Colchester Garden Festival here this year. So what we do is we go into schools, I do a little bit of a talk, we have a little bit of design session, uh, and then I talk to the teachers and support them. Because, you know, I'm so thankful that the teachers are part of the Colchester Garden Festival. They make an incredible area um, of the Garden Festival for visitors to come and look at, and they do it for the passion. We give them some vouchers to spend on plants, but everything else, their time is, and their, and their time coming into town to build the garden as well, is all by them, the teachers and the pupils. And so I feel that we should support them by at least going into the school. I'm making a point of this because I know some places don't. Going into the school, <laughs> little dig, <laughs> pun intended going into school and supporting them and just answering any questions they need. And also, we use the School Garden Success team, rather cheekily, uh, to support them as well. So we get back to any of their emails that they put through to us and uh, answer any questions they need to. So there's constant support all the way up to July. But I've had such a great time. Honestly, I cannot tell you how great it's been. Um, just talking to teachers and seeing the gardens. A few of them have got no gardens, which is fine, but a few have amazing gardens and amazing plans. And I feel since COVID happened, the school gardens have been on a bit of a lull, a bit put to bed. And just this year, a few of them have said, this is our year. This is our year getting out there. They're excited about it. And that's what I love to see. So thanks to any teachers that are part of that. And thanks to you. The, for listening to the podcast we're not going nowhere you may have heard, heard a few changes and we're changing it along the way but I'm not announcing it apart from now I've announced it 
Um, but you'll see a few more changes coming up over next week with ease and it in. Uh, have a great weekend. Look after yourself. Much love. And go rate and review, review if you can. Please. You don't have to. You don't have to, but it'd be... I'm going to go now. I've got a governor meeting. I've got to get out of here. I'm a very important person.